Should it be Tulane? Should Tulane take over the first place? From... <laughs> no, not You're at like, all. Nah, hey, nah, what, what about... Um... Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Our kids are worthy. They are strong. They are confident. Oh, that skirted me. Oh, God. All around, we're always in this together. You just can't let stuff get to you. You, you have to keep yourself positive. To know that there's an outlet for them to be able to participate and feel confident and feel strong. Greatness comes from failure. Greatness doesn't come from repeated just success. But with the support that we get from the community and the torch runners, it really comes from their hearts that makes it real rewarding for us. Let's all stay interactive and let's stay so connected. That's right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And this is episode 69 of Welcome to the Revolution. And uh, we were talking before we started recording here. We hope everybody is still staying active out there, still getting their workouts in, because um, as we were talking last week, we have until September 13th until um, our mitigation committee decides if we open back up and this pause is done, or if we take a couple of other, a few more weeks to let the curve kind of slow down and, and get kind of to a plateau of uh, numbers of COVID cases rising. So we have about a week left for that decision. So we hope you are staying active and we hope you are staying outside and uh, getting prepared for the events that will be coming back. Most definitely, you know, you have to, you have to continue doing what you were doing just because you can't be out there together, you know, stay active, um, you know, make sure you're doing some stretching, staying hydrated and, and all that other fun stuff, you know? Oh yeah. All, all the important stuff. Yeah. Cause once we get started, man, it's going to be full throttle and, you know, we're going to be full throttle and you need a water bottle. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, that's exactly true because, you know, behind the scenes, you know, all of our program staff is is definitely getting out there and setting things up and still talking to the community about having events and, and going forward on events. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when we do with the rain light, it, just, it happens with a snap of a finger and we are ready to go. Um, but in other, you know, in other things, other than that, you know, it's a waiting game. We got another week to wait, but, uh, with other that, you know, something exciting that's happening this week, Everett, um, the NFL football season starts. Yes. Yes. Professional football, football is, is back. back. You know, we it's had college kickoff last week, you know, man, don't, don't get me started on the college games. <laughs> Why not? Well, you know, I went to, I took a couple of my athletes, um, on a, I guess you would say, recruiting day uh, okay. to OU uh, versus Tulane. Oh, you I'm, were actually at that game. I was actually at that game. And it's so cool when you get to, you know, sit there on the, you know, we're on a six row right there on the 50. Um, wow. So the, the kids like that. But it was actually Tulane's home game. So, you know, they didn't get all the the glitz and glamour that they usually would get, you know, like yeah. being on the field while their position um, athletes are practicing and stuff like that, but they still had a lot of fun. And, you know, you have to know your body. That's all I have to say. You <laughs> have to know your body. It wasn't even halftime. Matter of fact, I think it was the beginning of the second quarter and 
And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going inside the stadium. <laughs> I went to the medical tent oh, man. because, you know, I've already, I, I just, I started feeling nauseous, uh, mm. you know, dizzy and things of that nature. I sat down and the nurse asked me what's going on. I said, I think I got a little heat exhaustion, you know, starting up right now. So I kind of explained it. She goes, man, how did you know? I said, well, number one, been in the medical field for quite some time. And number two, we need to know these type of things when we're dealing with our athletes. So, yeah. you know, you got to know your body. You may not, I mean, literally I was out there for what, maybe 45 minutes. And I know I was staying hydrated, you know, yeah. I was drinking plenty of water. So it was just, it was just crazy. Yeah. Um, I so. mean, it was, it was a hot weekend. And I mean, and that's, you know, how long has it been since you've been, you know, in a stadium right. with that many people around you? you right. Know? Right. And that that was that was just a little cray cray. But, you know, <laughs> what was even more crazier was the way you like that grammar more crazier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But what was even crazier was how Tulane played. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They came out and started smacking OU in the mouth. Yeah. Being from Texas, I you know, I'd say it felt great. <laughs> to see to see the end of that game <laughs> and how close it was and you know uh, I haven't I don't I didn't even look at the standings I don't even know if they dropped from two or not or if they stayed up because they won but you know that was a that was a wake up call for OU that game it was, was. It really and, was. And I thought that they would drop as well but other people were saying you know and when I say other people I mean the analysts you know the ones on ESPN they get paid the big bucks to to analyze those games um, oh yeah. They were saying that, you know, with it being the first game and a lot of the uh, big teams struggled, they probably yeah. will stay at number two. But we'll probably. see. We'll yeah, find out tomorrow. Right. Yeah, we'll find out. I mean, let's see. I mean, are they not out right now? Let's see. Are they out right now? Let's I thought see. they come out on Wednesday. I may be wrong. Do they? When did this update? Huh. I don't know. If, I don't know if this updated. I'm not sure if it updated or not. But yeah, um, being able to watch. But yeah, being able to watch all these college games and seeing kids that I coached out there. Like, I used to be a big Florida State. Well, I'm still a Florida State fan, but I'm not as big as I was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and when they were playing Notre Dame, I was kind of going for Notre Dame just because of one of my players. You know, he was he was out there playing, but I mean. That one was a close game. I mean, it was, I mean, some really good games. Yeah. My veal, my veal, though, just got handed it. They just got it handed to him yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, I was upset about that, but man, I mean, but I mean, look at the look at the history of, of you know, Louisville. They're more of a basketball school. I mean, they've picked it up here in the last, past few years on football, but you know, you want you always want them to do well, but. In today's days, I think they have a few more years to get to the point where they're, you know, a football powerhouse. Well, I mean, and they were moving to the that powerhouse, just like Baylor. Yeah. You know, them and Baylor were just moving hard. And I'm just like, who said pump the brakes? Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I'm not going to brag, but, you know, Giggum, we did, we did win. You know, it was a slow start in the first half, but, you know, the second half we picked it up and started playing like I know we should be playing and finally won that game like I think everybody thought we were going to win that game. And who did y'all play? Uh, we played Kent State. If y'all didn't win that game. <laughs> hey, in that, that first half, Kent State was looking pretty good. 
Yeah. You know, they only held us to 10 points in that first half. But then, you know, that second half, we our, our offense and defense kind of finally woke up a little bit. Wow. But who is your favorite team out there, uh, listeners? If you have a favorite team and they did well, why don't you go ahead and email Chris or myself and let us know how they did? You know, I just got my ESPN on right there. You know, yeah, callers you come on. <laughs> come on. Show us who – you want who do you think played best this weekend and who do you think should be first place? Should it be Alabama? Or should it be I don't know. What's that what's the team? Uh should it be Tulane? Should Tulane take over the first place from <laughs> No. Not <laughs> at all. Like, nah, hey, nah, what, what about um man, I mean LSU got it handed to him. I couldn't yeah. believe that. So <laughs> but, Did you know that he, that was only the second time in LSU's history that they played in California? Really? Yeah. Wow. I, didn't I found that. that hard to believe that a program their size have only been out to California twice. Wow. That's you know, and then to use, you know, lose the UCLA. I mean, the Bruins, man, don't sleep on the Bruins. I heard that. Hey, don't sleep on the Bruins, and they got a great SO college program. Yes, they do. <laughs> Nationally recognized. Definitely. You know, you cheer for you, UCLA whenever we can. Speaking of SO colleges, you know what I I mean, I know football season just started, but I can't wait for TCU basketball. There you go. And did I don't know if our listeners know, but tell them what TCU, what recognition TCU is about to yes. get. They are about to get the SO college uh, recognition. I thought they already had it, but you know, they were doing they're, so well, they should have already I know. I think this year it's probably going to be official that they're actually going to be a nationally national banner, a national banner. And, you know, kudos to Thomas, man. When he first got here to Texas, he's the one that got all of this rolling. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if he vision, you know, had the vision of this happening. Uh, all he wanted to do was, you know, become another partner and start doing some things that, you know, he was doing out in Minnesota and he's brought their program way up i mean it, it is awesome to having you know uh our athletes practicing well not practicing but having a scrimmage or a game you know on espn both on the men's and women's you know halftime show that's that's just awesome yeah they've done a lot of great work over at tcu and they you know that they deserve the the recognitions that they're about to get and you know the work you said that thomas has done um, over the years that he's been there. And, you know, it's even gotten to the point where now, uh, and I believe in the North region, he goes around to other universities, doesn't he? Uh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. He goes and he's trying to get everything started. So, you know, him doing, doing that and, you know, being an intern at his job and all of this other stuff. I mean, the dude is just constantly going. Well, yeah, it just goes to prove that he actually has a passion for it and he loves doing it. So that's always great to see. And I love, always love that happening. And, you know, here in the state of Texas, with the amount of universities that we have, we're going to have a lot more come out of this. I guarantee it. Man, I mean, just right here in my area. And, and you know, once again, y'all are probably like, I'm tired of hearing about Fort Worth. <laughs> but, you know, in the Fort Worth, uh, Dallas area, our DFW area, I mean, we have one, two, three, four, five, five major colleges that, you know, we've been trying to get them to come aboard. I mean, mm -hmm. and that's just five major. That's not counting the other 35. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's so many to choose from, from up here. That, and, you know, we have 
you know, we have a, a good relationship with more than a handful of those. Yes, definitely. We really definitely. do. So, you know, wherever you live, you know, we've been talking to those universities and those colleges about getting stuff on those campuses and, and everything. And, you know, and I don't know if you're, you know, putting Baylor into that too, but we got to make sure that, you know, they're wrapped in there yes. as well as being well, one of those major ones up here in, you know, in the North region. Yeah, I didn't put them up there because they're in Waco. They're not in the DFW. But, you know, that's just like, you know, uh, definitely. No, I'm not shooting shade. I mean, I really, <laughs> as much as they've been doing, you know. Okay, so let me just say this then. The North region. There, there you go. go. There so you go. with the North region, we have so many, you know, humongous colleges out here that that are doing things with us. And, you know, I'm surprised that they're not. SO colleges at this time. Yeah, but I think, you know, we're, they're working that way. So they're going to be there soon. I think you'll see their names there soon, um, yes, I believe. You know, and, you know, talking about, let's keep it rolling on the, the UCS front here. We have a ton of new UCS schools that have signed up for this brand new school year. I mean, and when I say a ton, I mean a ton. Yes, it's that is. Awesome. That, and, and, compared to last year, yeah. you know, and, and everybody can say, well, it was a COVID year and, you know, you weren't able to do anything, but I mean, I know here in the North region, um, we have already, you know, passed what we had done at the beginning of last year. Mm -hmm. And um, we're almost already at our goal for the fall uh, semester, not, not counting the spring, but you know, the fall and winter, uh, a semester so you know and that's just here that's not counting out in the west and you know the south region and east i mean they're just all out there and i would love to say it's because of our our staff mm -hmm. but what i believe it really is is a lot of these isds have had their eyes open and seen you know things that can happen and and how it impacts um a district so they're wanting to get a piece of that action. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, the numbers have just exploded around the entire state. And like you said, so many schools just want to come on board. And it's, you know, it's that talking about it, you know, because if one school in a district did it, then the other schools see it and they just want to jump on. And I think that's what's happening. We're just, they're just seeing other schools do it. Um, and they're, and like you said, they're just like, oh, we want it on that too. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, big numbers, big things coming for, for UCS out there. Um, so we're, you know, everything's already always happening with Special Olympics. We're always out there in the community working, you know, a lot of good meetings happening throughout the entire state. You know, we have a, we have a, a meeting every Tuesday where we get to hear from different staff members from around the state about, you know, kind of what they're doing in their areas, you know, what meetings they have set up. And there's has been a lot of exciting news for the last it's few weeks, a lot of weeks, uh, but a lot of exciting things happening everywhere throughout the entire state. Definitely, especially, you know, as you, we stayed at the UCS, but, you know, also LETR. LETR is just coming on hard and strong. And, you know, that's for many different reasons. Number one, uh, the inclusion um, revolution, pretty much. And our officers, our public safety officials are just wanting to, get involved and get back into the community. Um, you know, we, we think about how bad, you know, it COVID has affected our athletes and, and yeah. our, you know, community, but it has affected them as well. Uh, them being our public safety uh, officials as well, you know, so they're wanting to get out there and 
be seen and yeah. and show, hey, we're not robotic. You know, we're out here. We want we want to uh, help out. We want to do whatever we need to do. And LETR is just just kicking tail right now. Oh yeah, you know, I'll, I'll use a well, what I'm trying to say here. Um, a, a metaphor here, kind of like a vision for it. You know, we always talk about our athletes wanting to get back on the field and can't wait to get back on the field and get back to what they love doing, competing and getting out in the community. If if we were a a store on Black Friday, and right now our doors are closed, we're not open right now. Our athletes and our LETR officers and representatives are both at the door banging on it right <laughs> at the right. same at the same speed and everything i think our athletes and our letr representatives and our officers uh, have the same level of excitement and wanting to get back out there definitely and that's and that's so cool to see that um a part of our organization like that um is at that same level of excitement as our athletes i love seeing that most definitely and it, you know it's it's one they're they're wanting to get out there and participate and do what they love to do. And it's the other that wants to be out there and participate by enjoying what everyone's doing. And, you know, yeah. we also have some of the officers that want to be unified partners, yeah. you know, and go out there and compete as well. So it, it's amazing. Yeah. When that starts up our LATR kind of divisions on our competitions, when that starts and that actually gets going, and we see that at competitions, that's going to be, I think everybody's going to be over there. I think that's going to be the highlight of the event. Yeah, definitely. Is when our officers and our athletes are paired up as partners and they're competing with each other. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen, if you know, if you're out there and you've never seen an LETR event or like a fundraisers when they do like a softball game or something, the competitiveness out there is awesome. Yes. It <laughs> it's it really so awesome. Is. So just to pair that up with our athletes, Man, I'm getting excited right now thinking about it. Yeah. That's going to be the main, that's going to be the main event at all of our competitions. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so awesome to see. Well, you know, and then on top of that, we have some of these law enforcement uh, uh, officers that are wanting to go ahead as soon as we get the okay. They want to start up their own um, unified leagues. Yeah, a basketball league. So yeah, I'm just like, hey, let's go. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun when we actually get up and running again, and and we you know we just explode again like we did a few years ago because you know we always go back. But in 2019, we were it was an explosion of awesome things happening, and that's just gonna start again. Definitely. And I don't think we can wait for it. It can't get here soon enough. But like I said, September 13th, so we have to wait another week before we get uh, confirmation on that. But uh, We'll be waiting here patiently. So this weekend, let's get back to it. The NFL starts, and you know we'll, Thursday, we'll Thursday night, Thursday night football. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we want to hear from you about who your favorite team because you already know who our favorite teams are. You know, definitely you know, Everett's repping Chicago Bears. Yeah, <laughs> sitting over here with how about them Cowboys? We're going. I'm 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 repping. I'm repping the uh, Red Rider. <laughs> I'm hoping Red Ryder can go ahead and do more for the Bears than he did for the Cowboys. There you go. I have there faith. I have faith. You have faith? I, I have faith. Man, I think Because you know why? Because once he starts messing up, then Justin Fields are going out there. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith because we actually have a replacement that will do something. <laughs> you know, speaking of replacements, speaking of replacements, All right. what happened to Cam? 
Man, that's a good question. I haven't I haven't dived into that. Um, you know of what happened up there, but that was that was really kind of that sent shockwaves through everybody. I think I don't it know. Did. I wasn't expecting it to happen. Not at all. I was not expecting to read a headline that said Cam Newton dropped from the Patriots. Now let me ask you this, Mister Diehard Cowboy fan. Alrighty. What if he signed as a backup? How would you feel for that? Feel about that? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Me personally, I don't. I don't want it. I okay. Mean, I mean, I mean, if he's a good football player, I mean, he's had some tough luck here in the league, but I just don't know if what he would add to the Cowboys, except just an excitement, like "Ooh, Cam's at the Cowboys." See, like, I mean, but what like, message? What message does that send to Dak, though? Right, right. And seeing with that being said, that's what you know. Would it be like oh, one of those controversies? You got, yeah. you got Dak with all of these and I'm doing air quotes, yeah. uh, loyal fans, but as soon as they got Cam, are they going to be like, oh, Dak's messing up, put Cam in, you know? Exactly. Or are they going to be like, no, we're riding, dying, and oh, wait a minute, Dak got hurt. Okay, now put Cam in. Oh, Dak is ready to go back in next week. Dak goes back in, yeah. no matter what Cam did, you know, the the, the game before. So, yeah. you know, that's that's the one thing that I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, it was from Dak's point, you know, you know, do the does the organization not have faith in me? You know, as as ownership, do you not think that I can do it? I think Dak's after seeing, you know, watching um, everything through training camp and what he's done these first couple of weeks that you know leading up to the first game and everything, and you know, watching Hard Knocks. If you're a Hard Knocks fan, you know the Cowboys are the ones that are being highlighted in that show right now. Watching all that, I I think he looks like he's in better shape and ready to go than he ever has you know and he, you know? he probably does i haven't watched hard knocks i was going to yeah but as much as i'm doing i'm just like when do i have time but <laughs> you know and i'm going back to the the question that i asked with with Dak being the way that he is uh and, and that's what i've been hearing you know he's looking good and all of this would Dak think do they not believe in me or would he think, you know what? He compliments me. He does everything that I do. That way it helps out the offense. You know what I'm saying? Because think about Cam and look at the mm -hmm. way that Dak is. I mean, a lot of similarities. Yeah. Uh, they both can't. Well, I don't know if Cam can get out of the pocket the way he used to, but he is a lot more. Um, he, he is mobile. He is a yeah. very mobile quarterback as well as Dak. And if, you know, and, and I go back to that, what happens if Dak, does get injured you yeah. want someone to be able to do the same thing so that your offensive line you know and this is coming from experience you know if i have a mobile quarterback and you know me as a i know that the league doesn't use it that much but me as a fullback i know that the type of blocks that i have to do are going to be more of a a chop block where i'm taking those legs out because he's mobile yeah or, you know, it's going to be one of those, put that forearm in your chest and let him get the outside. Or is it going to be some a, a running back where now I got to adjust my my play for a stay in the pocket type of a running back, uh, a quarterback, I'm sorry, yeah. where, you know, they're not going to get mobile. So now I'm giving the defense an advantage on me because, you know, I, yeah, I'm going to go forward a little bit, but now the defense is going, hey, I know exactly where he's going. Uh, I know exactly where he's going to be. So, you know, I, I haven't seen any of your backups. I don't know if they're mobile like Dak. Uh, <laughs> they're not. 
Oh, but not okay. <laughs> no, no. Definitely pocket quarterback. So, you know, that's, that's the only thing I was thinking about. I'm like, dude, if they did that and Dak understood while they were doing something like that, yeah. I don't, and you know, I'm a diehard Bear fan, but I don't see why they wouldn't go deep into the playoffs unless Dak and Cam ended up getting hurt. But, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you also got yeah, That's a good point to bring up because, you know, the, the news came out that, you know, the Cowboys, you know, two starting linemen are out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's something you definitely got to think about is, you know, as one guy put it as, you know, it's the Thursday night game becomes less about, can we win this game to let's not get Dak hurt, you know, because right. two right. of your, two of your linemen are out um, that, you know, are there that shore up that line. So that's something that you got to think about, you know, and in the back of his head, he's, you know, if that ever happens, you know, he's probably thinking he's never going to show that in public. He's going to go out there and compete like they all do and say that he's just going to compete and, and give it his all for the mm-hmm. team every single day. But, you know, it just came out this morning that uh, the Cowboys moved some money around and actually have some salary cap. They actually have $5 million to, to play with now. So I don't See? know what's going to happen. If they're trying to do something, make some moves, I would love to be in the war room with the Joneses. Um, yes. But, uh, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what's going to happen. So it would be interesting to kind of see what plays out in the next few days. Cam is cheap. You know, he's not yeah. going to – I mean, he doesn't want to be cheap, but to get him, it's cheap. You may only have to spend a 1000 But, no, I mean, just look at last year. You know, mm-hmm. Andy, you know, I got the Red Rider on my squad. He's not yeah. He's not a Dak, you know. Yeah. I just feel like the way that they had everything, you know, orchestrated for the Cowboys, it was, it was around Zeke and Dak. Yeah. And then you get another quarterback that doesn't have the same attributes as, as, as Dak, then, you know. It throws stuff yeah. off. You throw it off a little bit, and, and then you saw that last year. Last oh, year yeah. was completely thrown off. Yeah, and yeah. and and you you're noticing all over the league how much a great offensive line does for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but let's put it in. Why do you think Chicago is going after is okay with Dalton starting in on fields? Like, is there something that everybody's not seeing there? Um, loyalty, I guess, you know, they just spent all this money for, for him. I mean, it wasn't a bunch of money. I think he was just a little bit more than, than, than uh, Cam, but, um, I guess number one, (laughs) same thing (laughs) that I was just talking about. They don't want to see fields get hurt. We have a horrible offensive line. I mean, horrible. So, you know, and that goes back to what I was saying, you know, if you don't have a great offensive line, you can only do so much. Yeah. You, I mean, why do you think Deion Sanders retired so many years ago, so early in his prime? He never had a line. Yeah. All those great runs that he did, you know, that was just pure ability. And then you take Emmett Smith, on the other hand, you know, he had, what, one year of having a horrible line? And then look look at how great he he was. I mean, am I saying it was he wouldn't have been as great as he was without the line that he had? No, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying it made him be able to stay in the league a lot longer. So, you know, and that's not just running backs. That's with quarterbacks in general as well. So especially the quarterback, because they're usually the ones that are just sitting ducks. They're sitting there thinking they got a got a receiver open. And the next thing you know, they're looking out the ear hole of their uh, their helmet because, you know, someone has come on their blind side and just rocked them. True. So, 
I, I, that's the main reason I think they're not going to start fields. Maybe because I haven't been able to pay attention to any of their practices. Mm-hmm. Maybe Andy is just showing them, you know, right now I got all the reads, you know. Yeah. Um, I am a big, big believer. Um, and, and, and I can say this if, if my son made it to the league, okay, and they got all this hype about him, um, I believe you having to pay your dues. I believe you having to sit there and learn from somebody. Now, do you want to learn bad habits from someone? No, you don't. But I mean, look at Breeze. Look at Drew Breeze. Look yeah. at uh look at Brady. They all had to sit. Now, did Brady have to sit long? No. But he did have to sit and he got to learn. Drew Breeze did. Aaron Rodgers did for one year. You know, well, was it one year or was it more? I think it was just one year. But they all, all the great ones, they had to sit and learn. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt Rogers that, you know, he had a hall of famer in front of him, but, you know, uh, I think there's something, you know, to be said about being able to learn and grasp the speed. Yeah. Jay field said, I thought that I thought the NFL was going to be a lot faster. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was just that was just you know practice that was a scrimmage yeah you know and that was you going against a couple of twos <laughs> exactly exactly so i mean yeah Sit, sitting there and learning it's it's, it's very important especially no, when you get to the you know the level that they're at yeah uh, it, it's very very important well you know and you know we're excited for football as you can tell you know, we gave our little ESPN, and that was our audition for ESPN, y'all. Um, hey, well, fingers crossed. Uh, send those send, if you know. Send those to the executives of ESPN. Yeah. Uh, yep. No, I'm just kidding. KJ um, and Max. <laughs> <laughs> but we're excited for football season. If you're excited, let us know you're excited and who you're pulling for. Um, we want to hear from you and what your thoughts are about this upcoming season. It starts on Thursday. That's tomorrow. That is tomorrow That's, night. No, two. Yes, tomorrow night. What am I yeah. thinking? You know, oh, um, well, I always try to ruin the, ruin the magic. Tomorrow here. night. Wow. <laughs> wow. But we're excited. We want to hear from you and how excited you are. Now, before we sign off here, we still have So Connected coming this week. So get out there, um, ask your area directors um, and all your staff in your regions about So Connected coming up this week. It's going to be a good one, so you don't want to miss it. Um, and those happen every single week. Like we say, every single week, there's always a So Connected live event happening um, here at Special Olympics Texas. Yep. But, you know, so we we're, are excited we're for saying- So we're saying get in contact with us, but we didn't tell them how to get in time. Well, I mean, we told them how to, but you can reach me at eking at SOTX.org, or you can reach Chris at cdarnell at SOTX.org. Yes. Yes, that is how you can get in contact, or you can just send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Definitely. People watching those all the time. Who uh, is your pick to win the Super yes. Bowl? Matter of fact, Ooh. not your pick, but what two teams do you feel will be in the Super Bowl? Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Cowboys and Titans, I'm calling it. Ooh, that would be very interesting. Yep, want the Cowboys to win, but I like Tannehill. That'd be a tough one, but Cowboys and Titans. Just throw two out there, maybe. Mm. If it happens, you heard it here on there September you go. 8th. At noon. <laughs> you don't think it's going to be a rematch? 
I hope it's not. <laughs> seen too many rematches. Seen too many rematches. Even though I would really like Mahomes to come back and and you know tie it up with Brady and then go one and one and then maybe next year have the tiebreaker and then Tom Brady retires. After Isn't that what you already said though? Didn't you say that last year? I think yeah, probably you said what's going to happen. You know, could you? Probably. I mean, we would have the goat versus the kid again. Yep, and you the know. kid would come out on top, and then the goat would have to stay in the game one more year. Yep. And or then the kid go. would retire the goat and then become the goat. I mean, there you does, go. When does the kid actually become a goat? I mean, is there anything Man. between the kid and the what what their adolescent stage? What are they called then? I think they become the goat when they get gray hair. Okay, gotcha. That's gotcha. when you think <laughs> <laughs> you start getting a little salt and pepper up there. Man, we should go to we should go into writing movies. We could write a movie about that. <laughs> we'll do it. When does the kid oh, and name it? That's the title. When does the kid become the goat? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a lot of great ideas here on this podcast, and uh, but let us know who you think's gonna win. Uh, let's let a left field, but the Cowboys and Titans. If it happens, you heard it here, right here. And I hate I to say that, but I, I call a rematch. I, I, I hate to say it, but it's going to be a rematch. That's, a, that's the safe path. That's the safe path. It's probably it's probably what we're looking at here because they are one and two in the power ranking. So, wow, they're bringing right. almost everybody back and some new faces. But it's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun. We're getting excited for it. Let us know if you're excited. So, thanks for joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next. And remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.